Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here. Welcome to Fightful. It is May 15th, 2023. We've got your WWE Raw review. We are here every night on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Every weeknight, at least. Soon to be uh, pretty much every night, but Sundays, because AEW Collision is going to get kicked off. We're going to find out a lot more about that this week. We broke on FightfulSelect.com last week that that news was coming up. I'll brag more about FightfulSelect.com a little bit later because we had some pertinent news to tonight's show. We've got Denise Salcedo. Denise, how you doing? Yo, what's up? Yo. I'm trying to entertain myself today, Sean. Honestly, I had a, I had a rough last three hours. Yeah, uh, this was not a very exciting show. Uh, Spencer sends us a humper chat and says, was at the show. It was great. Crowd was great. Well, I, I just want to say this. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, the crowd was I, definitely better than last week, though. Yeah, yeah. I did not. I wouldn't say that. I Again, we were talking off the air. I don't think this was a bad show, but I could have missed this entire show and then just caught up in like five minutes with, with a recap. Or you could just watch us here on YouTube.com slash Fightful. Uh, get your thumbs ups in. That would uh, help us a great amount. We would greatly appreciate that. We're marching towards 100,000 subscribers. Get your super chats and humper chats in here at youtube.com slash fightful or humperchats.com. That would mean an awful lot. Uh, on Tuesday, we have a, an interview with indie star Vinny Pacifico. We're going to have uh, a pretty big interview out of New Japan coming this week here as well. But let's talk WWE Raw. We've already got Adrian uh, Wells donating super chats, gifting YouTube memberships. I've had some people say, what the heck do YouTube memberships get us? Well, sometimes it'll, it'll get you a super chat after a certain period, but I've got like dozens of behind the scenes videos and things that we haven't released. I started to release those. One of which, Denise, was the behind the scenes of the skit that we did for Quizzlemania. 
like when you were helping me train for Quizzlemania. Oh God. <laughs> that was I the birth of, of I kind of remember that one. That was the birth of Hollywood Salcedo. Was it really? Oh, I need yeah, to watch it, it now because I, I have memories. Little little baby Denise back in the day was, when she didn't have any courage to be herself. That was a very good skit, though. Like, uh, you can check that out on YouTube memberships. But the most direct way to support us is FightfulSelect.com. Just today, we had news on a WWE injury in Liv Morgan, which uh, we will address today. We had news on the creative team in AEW this weekend. We had news on Bray Wyatt and the full show rundown for WWE Raw tonight, as well as backstage news. Every Tuesday, we're giving you more backstage news on Raw. So check that out. Just $5 a month. Well worth it, my friends. You should put the 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 karaoke video of me and Jeremy and you. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I will absolutely off. do that. You might get copyrighted, though. I'm not too sure how it works with mine and Jeremy's vocals. Yeah, I think that will be. Well, it's hard to say. <laughs> I don't know. protective. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But it's a really funny video. And I haven't even seen it. I haven't even seen the video. I only have the memories of that day. And I remember that you're dancing. You were just like, dude, dude. this yeah. was your dance yeah. move. Yeah, you damn right it was. Well, <laughs> we've got plenty to talk about tonight uh, because this show saw a lot of threading in and out of it. There were a lot of things that would start in hour one and end in hour three. So we're going to actually start with the Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn promo. And a very interesting line in that promo, Denise. I think many of us were surprised to hear that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens would be working Saudi Arabia because they haven't for obvious reasons. Now, I, I don't exactly follow those world events well, but I know that the Saudi and Syrian tensions have eased quite a bit. But Sami Zayn said... Uh, believe me, we found out Friday and we were just as surprised as anybody else to learn that we would be working this show. Do you think that's legit? Do you think they didn't know until Friday? I don't know because it's hard to say because uh, when did they find out that you that he could and work there in the country again? Like when was this? I, I'm sure this was on the news. I feel terrible because I didn't know. <laughs> I feel terrible sure. coming out here and being like, oh, yeah, I didn't know when this happened. But I'm assuming that people that have been following it would probably know when that happened. Right? Yeah, but I mean, still, I didn't expect it to happen. I didn't expect it to happen. Now, granted, at the last show, they were chanting for Sammy at the press conference. Like, they wanted Sammy there bad. but They were? I don't even remember that at all. Yeah, at the press conference before the Logan Paul thing. They were chanting, we want Sammy, we want Sammy. It was it was very interesting. But uh, Kevin Owens and Sammy Zayn get interrupted by Judgment Day. And <laughs> I like it because Sammy was very aggressive to start. And Kevin Owens is just like, I'll fight you. I don't care. And Sammy tries to reason with him. And he's like, well, maybe they're not here to fight. Maybe we should just hear him out. Like, we've known several of these guys for a long time. Let's just hear him out. And Damian Priest is like, no, actually, we do want to fight. That's the whole reason we came out here. I thought that was great. Like, these are two of my favorite groups, factions, teams interacting with one another. And they had really good chemistry as far as the promo went. There was a lot that I liked from this. Primarily, there was two things. The first thing that I mainly liked was how Kevin Owens was. Kevin Owens was like, yeah, I'm ready. Like, he was so ready. Like, he was so pumped. Like, he was losing his shit, like, ready to go, right? And then Sammy, like you said, calming him down. But Sammy throwing that line where he basically acknowledged Rhea Ripley to be more of a man than Dominic Mysterio when he was like, oh, we want to hear what these gentlemen 
and Dom have to say yeah. or something like that is what he said. I thought this was a really fun interaction. And here's the thing, like when we talk about Raw, you know, whether or not it was good or bad or this and that, whatever, uh, it was really like to me, like it was the whole first hour hour 20 minutes after the Becky Lynch promo is when I thought the show went downhill but everything before that I thought was really good and I was actually thinking this Raw was going to be pretty good especially with the way that it started and I did like all of these interactions with all these guys um and I also like that they tried to that Sammy made sure to kind of tell the crowd like it's okay keep booing Dominic Mysterio like he was kind of guiding it in what he was saying and so then the crowd started booing Dominic Mysterio even more uh, I don't think they were like anywhere near uh the same amount of boos that you know he's gotten in other places but I do love that that's personally my favorite thing to see with Dominic like I don't want to see Dominic when he's not being booed I need to see this man get booed 24 7 it's just very entertaining it's it's ironic because Vicky Guerrero was a person who got that reaction where they would just boo through anything that she said, like they had the Cena promo. So her her kayfabe, his kayfabe, almost I don't know what she would be a stepmother or wh- however the hell that would have worked if Eddie would have gotten custody. My God, <laughs> we had Shinsuke Nakamura defeat the Miz. This was a pretty good match, honestly. Like the Gosh. Miz has been doing what? I thought it was boring. I thought it was pretty good. I really liked the false finish with the skull crushing finale into the rope break. Yeah, you know, I did fall for that moment, uh, actually, because uh, before he got his foot on the rope, I for a second thought, man, they're really going to have the Miz pin Shinsuke Nakamura, right? But then right when he went for the pin, I was like, oh, thank God, he's so close to the rope, so this is not going to be it. But prior to that, I really did think that the Miz was actually going to score that victory, but I really didn't think this match was anything special. And the reason I say that is because I think coming off of what we saw with the Miz and Seth Rollins, that was pretty, that was one of those matches that kind of got me going oh shit why don't we get more of these kinds of matches with the Miz and this one I didn't think was anywhere near that level and I guess this was fine for it being just Shinsuke coming in here and getting his first you know uh, match back on Raw so I guess that was fine though but I didn't think this match was that great happy that they didn't give the win to Miz though this certainly wasn't like his Wrestle Kingdom work or anything but it's the Miz and we were I think that he's had some of his best matches in recent years of late. And again, with The Miz, we're not talking about his work with Ziggler either, but I thought it was completely fine. I just don't want to see this continue. Like, we, we saw this pro this little program. It did what it was supposed to do. Now we can move on from that. But we I love the finish. got a tiny balls chant too, Sean. Ugh. Why is the crowd bringing it back? They're bringing it back. They've been, it's mainly been the tiny balls thing has been from WWE side of things where they're like injecting us with the tiny balls. But this time it was the fans that were like out of nowhere. I don't know if anything cued them to it, but they were like tiny balls. And I was like, stop it. Don't bring it back. We don't want it. And now this is going to fuel WWE into having them think we want the tiny ball skits. Uh, I don't want to get anything injected into tiny balls. We had a Seth Rollins sit-down promo. This actually covered, uh, like, in, in a very succinct manner, his WWE run from NXT to The Shield to breaking up with The Shield in the first half to him sort of talking about his immediate goals in the second half. They split this up uh, into two parts of the show. I thought this was really good. 
Joseph Correa says, here to show some love to the best duo in the game. If Seth wins, who would you like to see challenge first? I'd love to see Shinsuke versus Seth on pay-per-view. So, I mean, I'm, I'll kind of look at that, but more than anything, Denise, I'm just happy that they're getting a damn title on this show. Now, granted, it, I, I wish it would have been a lot different. I wish it would have been WWE title and the Universal title, but this show... If there's a show that beats you over the head and says, for the love of God, people need something to fight for on this show. It was tonight's episode, Denise. Yeah. Because this show dragged on. Like, as we go through these segments, I'm like, all right, there's something I like in most of these segments. Like, there's something that I enjoy. But I, it, it felt like a, a drag. It wasn't a bad cause... show. There was nothing insulting, yeah. nothing that made you go, what the fuck are we watching? No. It Language, was more... Denise. WTF, Sponsors. sorry. Sorry, sponsors. Um, am I gonna get am I get in trouble again like last time? <laughs> okay, so then um thanks, Sean. You threw me off my train of thought here, but yeah, there was, was nothing me. on this show. There was nothing on the show that made me go, WTF, what are they doing here? It was just that nothing on the show made me go, oh damn, I'm so glad that I tuned in to watch Monday Night Raw today. You see what I mean? Yeah. As far as who could challenge him first on Raw. I mean, a member of Judgment Day makes a lot of sense. That seems like somebody that they would lean into is probably a member of Judgment Day. Uh, I I would kind of like it. Okay. Who? I would kind of like it if they launched Dominic into that spot on a Raw. Not like a pay-per-view, but a Raw. Like they have Judgment Day out there and you've got Finn Balor like standing in front of everybody, but then Dominic steps up. He's like, I'm the one who's been winning matches. By the way, he beat Xavier Woods tonight. We can kind of lump that into this. Dominic beats Xavier Woods. But who are you uh, wanting to see challenge Seth Rollins? Look, Dominic Mysterio's not first on my list here, but I'm trying to think off the top of my head because I'm still trying I mean, to remember I everybody that's on, on the roster. Away. I okay, mean, just fine. like in the you know main what? event I know, they, I know they already did this already, but I actually wouldn't mind re-seeing re uh, – Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. That'd be I know good. We, I know we did this. I know we did this already, but I wouldn't mind seeing that again, actually. Uh, obviously, you know, with Sheamus. Yeah, he's on Raw, right? Sorry, I'm still getting used to everybody and where they're at. Yeah. Um, that's definitely what I would want to see, too. I kind of just want to see anybody that I know we're going to get, like, a nice, good match. I don't want to see, like, you know, Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. <laughs> Well, tonight we saw Dominic against Xavier Woods. Uh, Marquise says, and the repetition begins. Woods versus Dominic, part three. Ejections from ringside every week. Distraction roll-up finishes. But I'll say it now until it happens. Brock, Cody, dog collar match. Make it happen. I love the Brock, Cody, dog collar match idea. I think that's awesome. Uh, oh. What are you aching to say, Denise? Yeah. Sorry, but my memory is really <laughs> bad. Are these the brand new t-shirts that Rhea was wearing today? And uh, Dom, those are new or did they wear those already? What were they? It I was Rhea's shirt said, um, no, it was Dominic's shirt that said like she's the mommy or something. I don't know. I hadn't seen these shirts seen before. Those. I think I've seen or Maybe those. I didn't pay attention. Ooh. Well, anyways. Sounds like you. The shirts looked new to me today and they stood out. Even the one that Rhea was wearing as well. And I don't know if well, they're new or not. I actually thought that this was one of Dominic's better matches that he's had. There was a spot that I really, really loved. There was a knuckle lock. And they went into a spot from the knuckle lock where Dominic got suplex, a spinning suplex out of that. 
I thought that was great. It's just I've seen this match enough times, and I don't need to see it again. But Denise, Xavier Woods helped get rid of Dominic at the end of the show, so we're probably going to see this again. And this is not something that we saw a lot of in the Triple H era of booking was the same match over and over and over again. And that's what our super chat was about. We're starting to see it over and over. Here's the thing. And this is what I was thinking about because the match, like you said, it wasn't a bad match. But my question was, why was I bored watching this? Why did I not care aside from the fact that we're seeing this match again? But the other thing that I feel needs to be brought up is that Dominic Mysterio has been the most interesting when he's around two people. It's Rhea because, you know, there's the whole, you know, the, the... you know, all the insinuations and everything that they do. And the other is Rey Mysterio because it's the father-son story. So what this basically tells me is when it comes to Dominic Mysterio, you really, really need him to be involved with people that are going to bring out something in terms of a stronger character element out of Dominic Mysterio. And so I would, would do, I do not mind seeing Woods and Dominic you know, if we were to see it again, but I would want some more backstage interactions between them because Xavier Woods is very funny and he can kind of maybe punk around Dominic Mysterio. And I would like to see something like that a little bit more. I feel like they could get more creative, uh, you know, in backstage segments to kind of amplify this feud and just make it a little bit more, more interesting because if not, it's just Dominic going out there and having a whatever smash. Uh, again, I would imagine Xavier is going to be the third one uh, that teams with with uh, Kevin and uh, Sammy next week as well. We'll get to that. Ryan sends a super chat and says, Sean, have you been seeing the rumors that WWE will be changing a lot of music of their performers with a lot of various artists? Can you confirm this? I can't, but I'll ask. They do it every few years uh, from Jim Johnston to uh, CFOs to deaf rebel to now whatever the hell they're going to do. I just know that their music of late has been absolute garbage. It's been bad. And I know a lot of people romanticize the CFO stuff. We got a bunch of songs that were like 30 second loops. Then it's been uninspired for a very, very long time. I also want to thank Marquise who sent in this very generous super chat that we approached as well. We got <laughs> Imperium were all over this show, Denise. Like they felt like a big deal on this show. Uh, but my favorite part, Hard Money Gary says, Tazawa popped me. Uh, the, the hype for Imperium was good. Orlando says, Could it be since they are setting up feuds tonight that you didn't enjoy it? I liked Raw tonight. Good to see Gunther in most of the show. No, it wasn't that. And you can also set up feuds. And have stuff that matters throughout the show. I mean, they they did a few things that I liked. Like the IC title Battle Royal. Heavy use of Imperium. Uh, it wasn't that I didn't like it. I was bored by a lot of it. But I was not bored by Akira Tozawa, Denise. That Did you see that little backstage of interaction? Of course I did. Of course I did. Fantastic. That was the highlight of Raw today. It was great. And it lasted like two seconds. He popped in, had like a corpse like like body, and then did the little reaction that went back. And I loved it because it was super relatable. Have you ever ran into somebody accidentally where you were like, fuck, I should not have run into this person? I really liked that. Yeah. Every convention I go to, I get put 
in a hotel room next to like somebody that I've, I've had little Twitter beefs with. So this reminded me of something and I have a question for you, Sean. So what? let's just say, and this was something that I always thought about. I don't know if I've already asked you, but like, let's say you're walking down the hallway and you mm-hmm. run into Vince McMahon, right? Yeah. And you're somebody like Akira Tozawa. What do you do? Like, do you kind of like casually fade away or do you make it like, do you make sure to go up to him and say hello? Like, what do you do? What's the rule? Depending I mean, like on who you are on the card. Give him a little handshake or, 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 you know, so on and so forth. Cause I'd be I, really I scared. It. Like you never thought about that. I would, I've thought about that. Like, that's really scary. Like you don't know what to do. Yeah. Like, do I say hello and then get in your way or do I not say hello and then get like heat because I didn't say hello? You never think about stuff like that? that no. Reminds, this reminded me of right now. And then I also thought about this. Like, what if one day, okay, whatever. I'm just done. That's what this you, reminded you, me of. You done, Denise? Yeah, I'm done. We got I had the other fan. sneezing thing too. You know how he says that Vince doesn't like the sneezing thing? Imagine you're like sneezing and imagine you're in the hallway sneezing and Vince McMahon passes by. What do you do? Sneeze. I don't give a shit about him. I'm just saying if you're like a member, let's say you're, you're, you know, you're one of the wrestlers. What are you going to do? Tell him to grow up. That's what I would do. Rock hard. Joel Wood says downstate needs to be in charge of WWE music. I, I don't, I mean, they've got some good songs, but let's not do that. Um, Ryan Ben says we had seven, eight interesting story beats off of a BR. Raw, come on. I don't know what BR means. Maybe you mean PR, Puerto Rico. Anime fan says, doesn't it feel like WWE has lost momentum since Cody, uh, and, uh, since Mania and Cody will end his story with the fake belt? I don't think they can end Cody's story with the new title. I just don't think that that's the way that they can go. It just doesn't, I can't do that. Christian Hernandez says, Sean and Step Host, predictions for SummerSlam main event and favorite pancake toppings. Um, blueberries. Oh, <laughs> I but thought you were going to answer the other question first. Blueberries are the main event of SummerSlam. And uh, I, I still think it should be Roman and Cody main eventing SummerSlam. I think it's going to, and this is why, because we, I know no one's going to, I know everyone's going to hate me for this, but I won't be surprised if we get Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar again for SummerSlam. Oh, you know they do that. You know I they do, do know. that. You're right. You're absolutely right. And it's strawberries and bananas for me. Denise, you don't want the same repetitive stuff over and over. No. That's why our friends at FitBod.me slash PPV are helping you out. FitBod is built for a better you. Based on on your age, your body type, they will customize workouts for you that constantly change. Stop guessing, start working. Get your next best exercises, reps, and weight based on your fitness history, goals, and experience with FitBod. They have over 350,000 reviews. It's an Apple editor's choice. It's been downloaded over 5 million times with over 40 million workouts logged. You tell them your goal, you set your preferences, and FitBod will build your next best workout. Get your first three workouts free with no credit card required at fitbod.me 
slash PPV. You can learn the latest on training and nutrition from experts that you can trust on their website as well. It's fantastic. They have the weekly warm-up newsletter. FitBod has been incredibly useful. I mean, look, look at Will Washington, right? Will Washington goes to Denise's wedding. We eat a bunch of snacks. Will says, I got to lose some weight. He gets... He gets on fitbod.me slash pay-per-view. He loses like 20 pounds. And then AEW hires him. It's all because of Fitbod. That's the reason. Tony took one look at, at Will and said, you've got to be on that fitbod.me slash PPV. And Will said, that's right, I am. And Tony said, hired. Look at that. Making heads turn. Fitbod.me slash PPV. It's built for better, my friends. Workouts that improve as you improve by studying your strength and training ability, your past workouts, your gym setups. Fitbod creates workouts tailored to you. Whether you have equipment or you don't, it allows you to choose what equipment you have available to you, and it'll craft your workouts. Fitbod.me slash PPV. Get the product that got Will hired by AEW. Battle Royal. I'm a sucker for Battle Royals. Uh, they are largely not good, but I still like them. I actually really like the finish of this Battle Royal. There were a couple spots, like Maximum Male Models and Alpha Academy, sort of continuing their feud. But it looked like Maximum Male Models started a little something with Dexter Loomis. I thought that was a little goofy. Didn't really like that. I was like, ah, that's lame. But... Mustafa Ali gets the win, and it looked like Bronson Reed was getting some real shine here, and I, I like this. He eliminated two other fellow sirloin beef sons of bitches. He did the Shawn Michaels uh, 96 Yokozuna Vader elimination on, I think it was Ivar and Otis. But then at the end, we get Mustafa Ali ended up winning this over Ricochet and Bronson Reed. I thought it was very cool, and Imperium certainly had their favorites who they wanted to win, didn't want to win. They went after Matt Riddle. Uh, there was also a spot of this where J.D. McDonough went after uh, Dolph Ziggler, so we started a feud there. So there were some things, there were some programs that got continued, started, and then we set up the match for Night of Champions. What did you think of the Battle Royal, Denise? Yeah, so there was a couple of things that I found interesting. One was Von Wagner eliminating Dolph Ziggler. I thought, okay, if, I, I guess if you want to you know, throw a bone to Von Wagner, I can definitely see him eliminating Dolph Ziggler there. Uh, I did like J.D. McDenna coming in and attacking Dolph Ziggler afterwards. I was a big fan of that, especially because later on in the show, they also played a vignette for J.D. McDenna, and I really loved what they had him say, basically going out there and telling people that, you know, basically saying that all these people got opportunities before him when he was better than all of them. I kind of liked that whole thing. And I really liked the presentation of that. Uh, I thought it was interesting to, the way that they, that they eliminated Zion Quinn, because this was Zion Quinn's like first thing on the main roster. So they have him out there, right? He's in the battle Royal. He gets eliminated by the Viking Raiders. Right. And then right away on commentary, they're like, this is a guy who's a big, high, what did it say? A high prospect on the roster. And I'm like, really? You expect, expect me to buy that this guy we saw him for a split second and then he's eliminated and you want me to think that he's a high prospect on the roster excuse me what so i did think that was a really hilarious intro um let's, I did let's approach the super chat right now because it kind of goes with what you're saying ke775 says 
Sean, I remember you mentioning Zion and Von Wagner were sink or swim territory as free agents. Do you expect them to get opportunities to succeed on the main roster? Not based on what we saw right here, Denise. They had a little bit more hope for Vaughn. At least they gave him an elimination. But Zion Quinn was like. I wouldn't mind seeing them team up or maybe they, they can be underneath Karrion Cross or maybe Baron Corbin. Somebody like that. Just like at least group them together. Like what the, what the hell else are you going to do with these guys? What right. What do you have in mind for these guys? At least you got two big sons of bitches. And either they'll work well as a team. I, I would love to see two tag team partners that are two really big dudes that just one up each other based on how much they beat the living shit out of. They can their do job that with Indus with freaking Indus share. share. We'll, we'll talk about that momentarily, but what? I actually wouldn't mind seeing one team do that. Then you build up Indus share the way that you are, and then eventually they clash. The match will probably be really, really bad, but at least you'll have two hyped teams going up against each other at some point. I'm glad they highlighted Bronson Reed a whole lot in this match. I love yes. that he that it was very hard for Ricochet tried numerous things to even get him to get eliminated. When when Mustafa Ali when he won and they gave him all of the freaking pyro. I'm that sorry, they sick overdid it, but like in a funny way because it was like, really? He won a battle royal. I get it. He's going down <laughs> to it. Saudi Arabia. But then at the same time, it's not like he's just facing anybody. He's facing Gunther. Gunther's like 10 times his size. We know he's going to chop him to death. And it's like, come on, like that's just crazy. So I thought it was really funny that they did all of this pyro like he had just won WrestleMania main event. I loved it. <laughs> Because you know they're, you know they're going to show it. They're like going to do a video package, and they're fully going to show this at, at Night of Champions. And and the fans in Saudi are going to be like, "Wow," because they don't have any damn clue what's going on there. They probably ain't watching the show. But uh, Adrian Wells says, "What's up, wonderful people? Uh, how was everyone's day? Would love for Finn Balor or Damian Priest to be Gunther's next feud. What are your all's thoughts?" I don't doubt that that could happen. I don't think Gunther is necessarily held to heel or babyface. I think he can go based on who the feud is. Uh, but I, I would be completely fine with either one of those, Denise. Yeah, same. I actually would like to see it more so a little bit right now with Damian Priest because I feel like you need to reward Damian Priest for uh, the great job that he did with Bad Bunny. KE775 says, does Ali continue to get more shots post-Night of Champions? No, I think this is a very short type of thing. And Mr. Acosta says, love them giving uh, give, giving Ali all of Cody's pyro. That was funny. And backstage, Ali runs into Gunther. And I liked Gunther's part of this promo. And I would have liked Ali's part if he didn't say the exact same thing that Gunther had said right before him. I felt like this was a good opportunity because a lot of times, like for example, Gunther was backstage and he sort of scolded Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for beating up his, his guys. And now they're going to have a match next week. I feel like Gunther, even though he is this physical presence inside the ring, I feel like he commands enough respect to where he doesn't get one upped on the mic a lot. And I feel like Ali really should have one upped him on the mic that way it's got Gunther being like, all right, bitch, you're going to see in a couple weeks, like something to really set him off. But Ali just kind of said the same thing. And I really like Ali's smarmy gimmick. And I think it could have worked here. I'm excited for the match, though. I think the match will be really good. Are we supposed to love or hate Mustafa Ali's gimmick? I don't know. I kind of hate. Like, I hate it, but I like not it. in a bad way. Like, I hate yeah. like I it makes me want to just like root against him. 
Because he comes it. up and he's like, you guys need to be like me, winners. But I'm positive Ali and this and that. And I'm just like, it makes me like, in, you know, obviously in storyline, it makes yeah. me want to root against him. I sure. want to see Gunther beat his ass. Like, that's what I want to see. I don't even want to see him be like a, you know, a, a possible underdog that can overcome the obstacles. No, I just want to see him get beat. Well, I don't we know saw, why. <laughs> we saw JD McDonough attack Ziggler and then he, he got a video package and then an interview backstage with Kathy Kelly, where he talked about it. Um, and then we saw Finn Balor up in the rafters. <laughs> I'm done with Wa- this. Watching, watching. I thought you said this was JD McDonough last week. It is. It Finn is. Balor. It's I know they're supposed them. to look alike. I still don't see it. It's literally <laughs> Finn, Sean. I did not see JD McDonough in this at all. Oh my God. It's both of them. No, it's look not. It. It's just Finn. <laughs> You're seeing things. Uh, I could see JD being added to JD, to Judgment Day. What did you make of Finn stalking around above above JD? You know, I like it. And they have some similarities. And I... You're telling me! You're <laughs> That's telling not what me, I meant! Dude. That's not what I meant! <laughs> That's not what I meant! I was going more with, like, something else. <laughs> Okay, look. Jesus Christ. I didn't mean those. They do not look anything alike, bro. (laughs) They don't look alike, okay? Okay, so um, look, I'm looking forward to it because they're both really great wrestlers, and I think that J.D. McDonough can uh, help bring something out in Finn that we haven't seen in a while. But Finn's been having a pretty good last couple of months, honestly, in ring-wise. Even tonight, last week was phenomenal for him. Obviously, WrestleMania was great, too, and all the attention he's been getting with the Judgment Day. I'm, 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 I'm into this. I'm, oh, and I also really like that already we got, like, you know, the stuff with JD and Dolph, Dolph Ziggler, and now it's like we're already, you know, with Finn Balor, I guess you can say around the corner or whatever. Uh, I like that they're setting up JD McDonough for, uh, for a good run from the looks of it. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. We greatly appreciate it. My friend Paul Eric Spoonamore says Canyon Cup for life. Big shout out to him for that. He says we need a GOI kicks to sponsor Denise's swear jar. Denise cannot wear sneakers like I do. Like okay, I, I first cannot. Of all, I'm gonna keep swearing if my name is not Denise. <laughs> it's Denise. Oh. <laughs> Denise, okay, Denise. Not Denise. <laughs> Everyone spells my name with a C sometime, and I'm like, that, my friends, is Denise. Oh man. Matt Logan says, Denise, Taylor Swift cut a promo on the security guy last night in Philly. Oh, in did you see Boston. that, Sean? Hell no, I didn't see that. What happened? Get outside your damn bubble. This was great. Yeah. Okay, so Taylor doesn't, we don't normally see Taylor like mad. She was pissed. So during her performance of Bad Blood, uh, she, you know, she was singing and then all of a sudden she just stops and she's like, hey, stop. She wasn't doing anything. Because there was a security guard that apparently, and the girl, the girl spoke out about this afterwards, was basically telling, like, anytime I guess the girls would do anything, 
the security guard was like, no, don't do that. Don't do that. And then was messing with them. And then Taylor, I guess, spotted it. And she finally had enough because she was seeing the security guard harass the girls. And so uh. she yelled at she, she yelled at the security guard, told him to stop. And then she had the security guard escorted out. And then she gave the fans free tickets. Oh, that's cool. That's very nice. Of yeah, her. of course. Um, a couple of my friends had dinner with Taylor Swift because they did some video in their frat house back in the day to shake it off that's what it was. yeah yeah and you're barely telling me this now and I mean, i've known you for how long it didn't seem that important oh thanks sean thanks <laughs> but I yeah they that. they had dinner with her like months later uh but he also says in boston they ran out of commuter rail train tickets to get the fans back and forth from gillette to foxborough damn why are we talking about this here denise because has a whole bunch of shows crazy Marquis says, I need a little more prestige for this title. Wish they would highlight the prestige of the OG heavyweight title in the promos and packages. This, exactly, Denise. I wish they would say the world heavyweight title used to refer to and then show us Ric Flair and Sting and Goldberg and Triple H and Batista and all this. We got an Apollo Crews video. I love that they did this with some of the NXT talent that were coming back. We saw him for JD as well, but Apollo talked about how he was in WWE. He went back to NXT and earned his way back. Now, granted, this would have maybe been more useful before he was like, I don't know, 17th place in a battle royal, but I'm glad they did it. I missed this one. I didn't see this one. Well, I know you saw Indu Share crushing a couple jobbers, and honestly, I like this a lot. They really? beat... The ever-loving shit out of these choppers. Look at you. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was so boring, Sean. Damn. It wasn't boring to me. It I was love so watching. Boring. I can't look. You can't like. You can't expect me to get uh, into them if all they're doing is just squash matches with guys that I don't even care it's about. First match. Yeah, exactly. Give me something different now, to start things on. off. It's their first match for like the fifth time. Because they've rebooted. That's what I'm saying. They start, they stop, they start, they stop. So it started off differently for once. And I was just finishing watching off what they did on NXT, and they pretty much did the exact same thing. Somebody said to counter this, is SRS going to talk about Doja Cat? Um, You mean formerly known as MC Chunk Flaps the Third. Thank you very much. You have plenty of shows, Sean. You can talk about this some other time. I don't like it, huh? Muted. Anyway, Indu Share, based on what I've heard, and it seems like it's playing out, gender is being a bit of a mouthpiece. They're crushing people. I don't need to see this like 10 times. We're going to see it 10 times. That's all they know how to do with them. They don't know how to book them or present them differently than this. Two or three squash matches, I'm cool with. I don't need five, six, seven, eight. Uh, Gender not only did his, his promo outside of the ring, he stole a headset. He got on a mic afterwards. He cut like three different kinds of promos. I thought he did pretty good, but you're not feeling it, Denise. No, I'm not. I'm really, I'm not. I feel like they just need to. I saw women on Twitter saying Veer can break their backs. Like he's over with some people. Wait, what? Is this real? Yeah. Like he has those tweets? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Look at the man. Of course he does. I'm sorry. I don't have any of this on my timeline. I don't know who people are thirsty for. Well, I mean, Veer's a good-looking man. If he asked me out to prom, I'd be like, sure. Let me tell you, Veer, Veer's going to be doing plenty of coming. Wait, 
Oh, I Rhea thought you Ripley were, I thought you knew something and you were about to tease like a Fightful Select thing where you were going to say, oh, what if they put Veer? What if they put Veer in Maximum Male Models? You know, do the beer would, thing, have, I, have I some think, water drip down him? I think legitimately Veer would be fantastic in Maximum Male Models. Like, and he could have a competition with great. Otis to see who's the beefiest. Yeah. <laughs> Rhea Ripley interview interrupted by Natalia and Rhea is like, is like you know what i'm making you relevant and i i like this because i mean it's what we were all saying on the review last week was that natalia was just trying to get her face on camera at least as far as a kayfabe perspective like why wouldn't Rhea say this she was she won the title at wrestlemania natalia hasn't won a match in a year so i agree so I mean, we'll talk about this later because I actually cared more about this subtle thing that happened with Rhea and Becky. Very subtle thing. Oh, yes. So we'll go ahead and talk about that because Becky came out and did her promo, which I thought was a very good promo. But we see Rhea watching backstage. I love this. I love this. Like, I don't care if they're not going to have a match till SummerSlam. Plant those seeds. It's two sure. times that they planted those seeds already. Yeah. But it was, the other one was several months ago when they had that face-off. Yeah, and, and that was because a lot of things changed. A whole right. lot of things changed. But uh, Becky came out and she cut a fire promo. I thought her promo was really, really great. She talked about all the things that she's been. She's like, you know, you used to be it, but now I am. I've done it. I am it. Everything that there is to be, I have I have accomplished, and I'm going to keep doing it until I just decide not to, and I don't need a championship to prove that. This was very, very good. And like you said, they're putting like seeds in your brain, Rhea and Becky, which is an absolute humper of a match. That is, that is a top of the, the card level match. That's the one that I've been waiting for. I really thought that that's what we were going to get eventually, like at, uh, originally at last WrestleMania, but now I'm really hoping that that's where we get. I hope that at some point by the time we get to next year's WrestleMania, that that's where we're at because that's the match I've been wanting to see now for a good amount of time. And I like that they've planted these seeds. And like you said, they, they were months apart. So it doesn't feel like it should have happened by now. It's just been like very casually, nothing too much. But I really do think that after this promo by Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus definitely needs to step it up because this promo by Becky Lynch over over delivered. I really enjoyed her basically coming out here and saying that she lit a fire underneath her and her basically saying like, you called my daughter stupid. You reminded me that I need to stand up for the people that uh, depend on us. I thought that was a really good line. And then when she said that Trish finally gave her a name and a target, to me, that was, ooh, that was chef's kiss. That was really good. I enjoyed all of this. And uh, I I also, the, the, the other thing is that I do think that they could have kind of used Lita a little bit more in this program. And it like feels she just like hit she, the brick, she right? just vanished. Exactly. And it feels like, you know, she just disappeared into thin air. I really wish that they kind of kept her around for maybe some, uh, you know, some she, more creative there. She was the tag champ like a month right? and a half ago, and she's just gone now. It's weird. It's I mean, it's very weird. I mean, you we know why they did it. I'm sure she, I don't know. But I feel like they should have included her in some form of fashion where something. 
KE775 says, since they keep teasing Rhea Becky, do you think it happens at Money in the Bank? I don't, and there's a reason why I don't think that, and it's because of something that Becky said in an interview recently where they said, what else do you have to accomplish? And she was like, I would love to win Money in the Bank. I've never won it. And I think that would be an awfully great way to set that up, Denise, is if she she wins Money in and she cashes in. And maybe, you know, with Becky, she doesn't care about facing you straight up. Becky is an opportunist, baby face heel, no matter what. That would be an interesting way to get a title off of. Oh, Denise. What? Do you remember? Okay, listen, I'm about to blow. I'm about to blow your mind, Denise. (laughs) I'm about to blow your mind. What is it? It's time. (laughs) All right. Hear me out. Rhea is the SmackDown champion, correct? Correct. Yes. But she's She's on on Raw. On Raw. Okay. Seth Rollins is going after the World Heavyweight title, and he's on Raw, right? Right. Cody Rhodes, we think, can complete his story at SummerSlam. It's possible. It's possible. If he were to win Money in the Bank as well, all that stuff. Say Becky Lynch from Raw wins that title. Wins what title? The SmackDown SmackDown title. And she goes over to SmackDown permanently. Well, Seth's going too, obviously, right? Well, he's going to go there because he's winning the World Heavyweight Championship and taking it over to SmackDown. Cody will keep his title on Raw, and maybe they'll orchestrate some kind of trade to get the Raw title back over. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There are ways to make all this happen that they won't do. But hold on. They won't do any of it. I thought we were going to do – if we do that – if. if you have Becky cash in on Rhea and take her title, then what happens to the whole idea about the title versus title match between Bianca and Rhea? I don't want to see Rhea without a championship. Rhea could get it back. There's a lot of ways you could do that. There's a lot of ways you could do that. Uh, I mean, Rhea would be on the same brand as Bianca then. I don't know. There are ways. There are ways. I just... I just think... I prefer to see the title versus title match between Bianca... Right now... Right and now, they Rhea, just have an, and then have Becky cash in on Rhea. I'm just thinking about this, and the re, the unfortunate reason that I'm I'm doing all of this is because WWE doesn't just do the simple thing, right? They don't just rename the goddamn titles. They don't just do that because they've just been having Bianca and Rhea carry these belts around on the other brand and just being like, eh, they're different colors. What's it matter? I know they haven't even said anything, have they? No. <sighs> it's just like a let it be situation. Well, Cody Rhodes said some things. Got a promo on Brock. What do you think about it, Denise? I liked it, honestly. You know, given the fact that Cody has to go out there and not have, you know, all these. Because so many times, even when he was feuding with Roman, he had to go out there and have all of these uh, promos without the other guy being there, without them doing any sort of confrontation. And so I think he's gotten, you know, he's really good at that. So with this, I really liked um, that he basically said that Brock Lesnar was, you know, he was on top for so long because he was better than the roster, but now he kind of sees him as somebody that is beatable. He talked about, you know, he described the, 
like the bruises and the cuts and the stitches and whatever on his face. And he was like, I'm the one who put them there. And he basically said, um, for that the next big thing to step aside or something like that. And for him to basically like now he's just he's now he's just in Cody Rhodes's way. But the way that he said it was actually really hilarious. Um I thought this was a good, a good promo with Cody just out there addressing Brock. And next week for the confrontation, I think this will do. Yeah, I, I had a feeling it'd be kind of tame because this was it felt like the first week in like a month and a half, I hadn't gotten one of those emails where somebody said, hey, they're bringing in like 15 extras, which means they got a bunch of security guards to break people up and all that stuff. So I thought Cody did good per usual. He's great at talking. Vicky says, paying Sean money to unmute Denise. Love you both. Well, we appreciate that. And Denise is currently unmuted. Yay. Fight Brandon Fight says this episode was a good showcase of what the roster is going to be like on the Raw side. Maybe interested in watching Raw every week. Uh, I thought that they they did highlight the IC title scene pretty well, and I hope that we can get some good undercard matches to develop that scene because we also need some good upper card matches. For the first time in like a year and a half, we are about to have an honest to god mid card and an upper card in, on Raw, and that's what we need. He says, Sean, do you plan on going to SummerSlam this year? I'll be there, and I'm excited to go. I will at least be there doing media that week because SummerSlam always has has good media opportunities, so I will be there for that. I would imagine I'll be at Ford Field for SummerSlam. We'll see how it goes. Sean's a diva. He pops in and out. I do. I do. Backstage, something uh, particularly interesting happened. Paul Heyman shakes Gunther's hand, and we saw that pay off a little bit later on. I thought this was a a pretty interesting touch, Denise. They did a lot, a lot of good with Gunther today, a lot. And I like that we're getting kind of these worlds that before almost did not sort of acknowledge or cross paths on the other brand. And, you know, they both came from SmackDown, and now they're, you know, they're on a new brand, but now we're seeing them cross paths. That's cool. Absolutely. I completely agree. So Raquel is backstage, and uh, unfortunately, today on FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, we had reported that Liv Morgan got injured on Friday SmackDown, and that was uh, confirmed by Adam Pierce on this uh, on this segment. They're not stripping Liv and Raquel the titles, even though Chelsea and and Sonya wanted that, and Sonya was like, well, that's that's what I would do, and Adam Pierce was like, you used to work with me. You know we wouldn't do that. So I like that. We got the Raquel defeating Chelsea match. The crowd was not making a bit of noise for this match. And I thought it was a solid match. It's just they didn't really have much of a reason to to care for this match. And I felt bad for them because I thought it was pretty solid. Uh, Raquel's gimmick is that she has a back. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) That both men and women want, by the way. Yeah. That's a yeah. great back and shoulders. It, it is a great back. It's an amazing back. It's a hell of a back, and she has one. That much I can <laughs> And it's <confirm>. great. <laughs> okay, look, I, I agree with you on this one, too, with uh, I liked Chelsea and Raquel. I thought that they gave them a decent little amount of time there. I thought this was a really good win for Raquel because she's needed it. But I'm telling you, Ra- how do I say this? You need to give Raquel a character that is not generic. They have her going out there as generic girl. That's and it. That, that is that that is her personality. We've seen it in interviews. No, it's just, no, she has more of a fun personality. 
Okay, fun. She has I mean, more like, of a fun, lively person. Here's the thing. Like, I feel they're just true. making her too generic where they're not even giving her like any sort of there's layers to it. Like she could be like a fun girl and they could give something to her. You know what? But when I'd she's love? coming out and all they have her is with a little song and a little post and then that's it. It's like what else is there to her? You haven't told us. I would like it if she did like some of the things that Braun used to do. But as a baby, what the train thing, the train thing, (laughs) no, like destroying (laughs) shit, like they're destroying stuff. All the female version of like throwing cars and yes, I would like to see that too. They just need to give her it like something because I I just feel like when you just they have her come out and do the same thing every week. They did give her something. They gave her Ronda Rousey's foot upside her head, and then Ronda Rousey's ass directly on the stage because she fell down and i'm sorry i i don't i hate laughing about stuff like that but it was i know that's why i didn't tweet about it because what was i gonna so bad about it laughing crying emoji Uh, yeah she whipped whip our asses in her sleep of course (laughs) i'm about to make an enemy out of ronda rousey yeah (laughs) it ain't gonna happen i'm pretty sure she could have laughed at it as well but we got it was Shana embarrassing, though. Yeah, it was it, it was, was embarrassing sucked. because here's the thing, and I'm going to be completely straightforward here, is that you go on social media and you type in Ronda Rousey on Twitter. And I know maybe Twitter's not the best example, but <laughs> I was scrolling because I wanted to see what people said about Ronda Rousey returning. And literally every comment, and I kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, were all negative. And maybe it's Twitter. Maybe Twitter's just a negative place. I don't know. But every comment was negative. Nobody cared about seeing Ronda Rousey back on TV. This the, and that. So then the allure's she goes gone. out there. Yeah, exactly. So then she goes out there and she falls. It's like, oh, damn. Like, if she went out there and was, like, you know, explosive and great and she did everything phenomenal, then maybe the fans would be like, oh, you know what? She did good. But then she goes out there and she falls. So it was kind of unfortunate timing for her, you know? And the allure of her and being the UFC champion and baddest woman on the planet is gone. It's eroded. Um, so, but I am hopeful that she and Shayna can have good work in a team because that's what she's wanted. Rhonda says Raquel just feels too serious. Even when she's being fun, it feels a little uptight. Her gimmick is a back. Sean is hilarious. Yes, I am hilarious. Uh, so there were a lot of people that were like, oh, Raquel smiles too much. And again, that's why I was saying about me and Denise knowing, like we've interviewed her. She she is a very happy, like upbeat person, but she, I wish they would let her personality shine through. Yeah. Jim says idea. Dom Dom wins at money in the bank. Rhea loses a SmackDown women's title. Dom Dom gives mommy the briefcase and she cashes in to win the intercontinental title. Well, she ain't beating Gunther, but um, I do like the idea of Dom giving her a money in the bank briefcase. That'd be pretty cool. Easy Breezy says, I love how they drafted Bianca to SmackDown, made her make a video in a hotel room where she said she they couldn't wait for her to be the new SmackDown Women's Champion, then did nothing with that. It was very weird because I, I saw it. She was like, I am day one, now the SmackDown Women's Champion, but she's still running around with the raw belt. It's it's just very weird. It's very, very weird. But I'll yeah. tell you what's not weird, Denise. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Change your virtual location with just one click and get all kinds of other great features. Protect yourself on that Wi-Fi. Are you traveling to Forbidden Door in Toronto? Are you going over to London one or two times? 
Did you just head to Puerto Rico? Or are you staying here in the States? NordVPN.com slash Fightful protects your data and your files on that hotel, Wi-Fi, restaurant, arena, uh, all that stuff, all those Wi-Fi connections that you'll be on. And you can change your virtual location with just one click, help avoid those IP bans, help avoid price discrimination, and catch all your favorite shows. I got shows that I'm watching much earlier as a result of this. I am subscribed to overseas services like WWE Network, like Fight Plus, that allow me to watch the old WWE Network interface that allow me to watch AEW without commercials when I want to uh, get me pay-per-views at a much more affordable price. And if you've got any questions about how to use it, They've got 24-7 tech support as well. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check it out. they got a great deal, a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can detect malware, stay safe online with the leading VPN service, the fastest in the world, block trackers, and intrusive ads. It's got a great pop-up blocker in there as well. Check it out. It's available on all devices, all operating systems. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. One of my faves. Vicky L says SRS and Denise on Dancing with the Stars. Can you dance, Denise? Yeah, I used to be on the dance team. I was actually a really good dancer. I even they even when I auditioned, I auditioned for like the freshman team or whatever, and they bumped me up to like the advanced course. Oh like, I snap! Was, I was promoted on my tryout because I just have the, the thing, you know. Some we gotta see it. it. We gotta see it. No, dance right I'm there. out of shape now. I think if I dance now, I'd be looking like Shane. Like, oh. I, I don't. Have, <laughs> I, I just, it's not the same anymore. Your face, your face is red. <laughs> no, <laughs> it would be bad. <laughs> like I, I feel like I still kind of have it, but not all of it. You know? Sure. I have to practice because we used to work out five days it's a me, week. It's me when I take my first back bump in like five years. I'm, <laughs> I, I did that DDT to Shaza and my knee hurt. And I was like, why does my knee hurt? What happened? Yeah. I didn't do anything to it. But Brady yeah. says, Brady says, thoughts on Sheamus on SmackDown winning money in the bank to give him a reason to go to Raw. Finally win the IC title from Gunther, given it's the one he hasn't been able to win. I think he'll win the IC title eventually, but I don't think money in the bank is going to happen that way. I think that, this will be Triple H's first Money in the Bank winner that he's decided. And I think that he'll probably make it count. Even though I don't have a great amount of confidence based on how he booked Money in the Bank with Austin Theory. But I don't think we're heading that way. Wait, who did he? Who did the person ask right now for? Sheamus and then an IC title cash. Oh, in. okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I mean, everybody's but, been kind of waiting for that, right? It, and a lot of it depends on, well, do they count this new world heavyweight title in the old lineage? Because that's another title that Sheamus has yeah. to win now. Yeah. Zoe Stark doing really good on the main roster. I think she's translating really well. I think that she's one of them that, like in NXT, it was like, eh, okay. But then on the main roster, you really see what they can do. Her, like Elias is one. Like in NXT, probably wouldn't have worked. On the main roster, he worked for a while. Uh, Zoe Stark is kind of picking on Nikki Cross. Candice LeRae shows up. They've got a match next week. thought this was a pretty simple setup, Denise. Zoe is the person that I feel you just need to put out there and keep having matches, and everyone's going to be a fan of hers. Yeah. Rock hard, Joel Wood says, is it possible they haven't addressed the women's titles yet because they're waiting for new women's titles to be delivered that would eliminate the Raw and SmackDown labels? They're WWE. They can get those things done and made very, very quickly. And even then, this this draft was announced like a month ago. So, I mean, 
But do you honestly think that a month ago they knew that they were going to have the Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown and vice versa? Probably not. Probably not. You're probably right there. But uh, I think that, I mean, I don't think that's why. I just think, sometimes I think they're stubborn. Ornery, as my grandma would say. What did your, what did, what did your grandma say? Ornery. Ornery? Yeah. What does that mean? Ornery. Bad, stubborn. Oh, okay. A little bit of both, yeah. Huh. Judgment Day defeats the tag team champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I... I don't think I'll ever be like, woo, tag champs lose. But at least in this situation, they had the deck stacked against them massively. We're talking Imperium, including one of the best Intercontinental Champions ever. We're talking four members of Judgment Day, a former Universal Champion. You got the, the Women's Champion. You got Dominic. And then you got Paul Heyman running around, too. They went above and beyond to be like, all right, we got to stack the deck. It's just very unfortunate that whatever the bloodline had, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn caught it because now all their matches have to, <laughs> well, this in interference in it. But also, if you're going to pin Sami Zayn here, I feel like you do need seven, eight people stacking the deck against them because they just won the titles at WrestleMania. Judgment Day should be getting a tag title shot. Cre from a creative aspect, they should be getting that. Finn alluded to it. How'd you feel about this match? I enjoyed this match. I thought this main event was good. I mentioned earlier that Finn's been having, you know, I know he, he didn't make it all the way for Night of Champions, but he did have that incredible match last week with Seth Rollins, which I really enjoyed. And then seeing him get the win today for his team and given that this match was, I loved, especially the last couple of minutes, I thought were really good. I thought that uh, Finn Balor and Sami Zayn's interactions during this match were the highlight for me. Uh, this was a fun one, and I'm, I'm happy that we're finally starting to get uh, the Finn Balor that I've been sort of been wanting to see once again, and that to me was kind of the main thing that stood out from this. Yeah, I thought that, that the creative aspect of this from – all right, you you got Judgment Day working with Owens and Zayn. They had good chemistry in the ring and on the mics. You're setting up a future match there. You're continuing the Bloodline Owens and Zayn feud. You are continuing the Zayn Owens and Imperium angle. You are working Imperium in with the Bloodline and Paul Heyman now, which I mean, I look Gunther and Roman Reigns is a match that I would absolutely love to see in the future. I felt like this accomplished a lot of things and I can not like interference and all that stuff. But ultimately I looked at this segment and I was like, you got a lot of shit done here. You did a lot of different stuff that sets up matches for next week for night of champions and for after night of champions. So I thought this was a pretty smart piece of booking. I Matt think Logan. That, that's one Go of those ahead. things that they've started to recently or not recently do, but that we I've been noticing just a little bit more, like even when they did like the bloodline and then you had everything with Cody Rhodes and it was almost like you were getting these two separate storylines, but they were weaved in together. And that's something that I like because I feel like it just makes sense to do stuff like that. But also the way that they're positioning Imperium and Gunther is exactly what I wanted to see on, on this roster. Last chance for Super Chats and Humper Chats. Big thank you to Luis for helping us out, uh, as always. Matt Logan says, I really like how Sammy and Owens only lose after a ton of interference. It keeps them strong. It did. It was um, 
one of those things where it had a lot of booking tropes that I don't usually like. But then I, I as I watched it unfold, I was like, man, they set up so many different things out of this. And uh, I didn't have a problem with it. Guys, check out FightfulSelect.com. There is particularly a story that's going up. I'm planning, planning on Wednesday morning. Uh, that's very, very interesting that you're, you guys are going to like from AEW. But we got exclusive news there. We've got over 40 podcasts a month. There's like eight or nine every week, including my Q&A show and my backstage report where I go over the exclusive news over the, the week. Mr. Acosta has a late Humber chat and says, Seth is going to say something about Roman next week. Roman costs Seth the heavyweight title. Seth goes after Roman at Money in the Bank. Seth wins the WWE title. Cody wins Money in the Bank. Cody versus Seth at SummerSlam for the WWE title. Well, I mean, Seth doesn't have any path to that championship because they are on different brands, but not that they've ever given a damn about that. Uh, again, FightfulSelect.com, guys. Please subscribe. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo, YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo. As always, guys, check us out. Let me make sure that I got that one. Yeah, uh, Rock Hard Joel Wood says, I love that KO's character is basically somebody who gets annoyed with everybody for no reason other than the fact that they're breathing. That is my everyday life, my friend. That is how I constantly feel. I was going to say he's the most relatable person on the roster. Until next time, guys, we are out. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.